0: morning, by the grace of God, we're going to be continuing with um, prayers. Um, If there's noise in your background, can you mute your microphones? Thank you. Um, So we're going to be continuing this morning with prayers um, as we go further in uh, the theme for this For this month, the Lord has been speaking to us about encounters, supernatural encounters, um, angelic visitation, and visitations of Christ the revelation of Christ Jesus, the resurrected Christ. And yesterday we talked about how this is the season of Pentecost, and we are looking at the activities that happened between the resurrection of Jesus, um, the ascension of Jesus, and the release of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. So a lot was taught yesterday. A lot of scriptures were looked at, Lots of, you know, the word of God was shared and broken um, as bread for all of us. And I believe that we were all blessed. I was blessed. Um, and so today we're just going to continue in prayer. So I want us to begin with um, praying for the Lord to give us a burden in this time. The truth is, there's always burden that is given to us. But like we said yesterday, what you cannot see, you cannot engage. So there is a burden for each and every one of us. Um, and I know that this is one of such times where the Lord has and is releasing um, burdens over us. I want us to pray that in the name of Jesus, we'll be able to identify um, the burdens that the Lord is giving to us. We look at the scripture um, of the resurrection of Christ. Resurrection morning and Mary Magdalene. You know, we just talked about how this was a woman that was burdened and she had a mission. And we talked about how burdens many times when you receive a burden, you're still trying to understand it, you're still trying to handle it, you're still trying to get a feel of it. You're still trying to navigate it. So um, you may not fully understand it as of yet. So it takes a time, it takes a scene, it takes a period to fully come into or come to the full awareness of what the burden is that you carry. And many times in the seasons when you are carrying burdens, you find that there are questions, there are conversations, um, there are tuggings in your heart, and it is only the Lord that can answer those questions. Is it that he speaks to you um, um, by his word or he speaks to you by his servants or the people that he has placed around you. But for I'm every burden me. there is, I'm sorry, please mute your mics. Thank you. For every burden, there is a conversation that the Lord wants to have with you. And the reason why he's having those conversations with you and asking those questions is so that you can fully arrive at the place where you can, so um, so that you can arrive at the place where you can fully articulate, you know, what the burden is. By articulating it, you understand it. By communicating with the Lord and making that conversation with him, you know, you're able to figure out what it means, what it requires and what you must do. And so this morning, I want us to pray that, even in this season, that the burdens that the Lord has given to us, we will be able to see them, we will be able to understand them, we will be able to fully embrace them and carry them by the grace of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, I want you to just begin to pray for yourself this morning. Say, Father, Lord, this burden that you are releasing, Lord, the burden that you have released for me, oh God, Baba. Let me not miss it, O oh God. The things that can cause me um, to, to cast away a burden that is given by the Lord is maybe even a need for comfort or convenience. And so, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would deliver me, O oh God, from the spirit of complacency, O oh God, from the spirit of laxity, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, that you would give me the grace. I hope someone this one. You will give us the grace, you will give us the strength, oh God, to take up everything that you are releasing over us, to receive the burden that you are giving to us, giving to us. in I the am am name of Jesus. Me. We will not push it aside, Lord, because it is heavy. We will not push it aside because it is inconvenient. We will not push it aside because we are void of understanding. We pray that in the mighty name of Jesus. Us. We will, with understanding, engage the burdens that you are giving to us, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. This is our prayer Father. Let us not be satisfied, O God, until we have heard what you are saying to us. Let us not be satisfied, O God, until we have fully understood this, day, O God, to the burden that you have given to us. Let us not be satisfied, O God, until we have you have given to God. The sheep, as as we God, that our hearts will not so be too occupied so with the yokes of this world of so the so so spirit that was in for you. Our hearts will not be too so occupied prayer. Prayer. with the affairs and the cares of this world, oh God, Father, that we will not receive the value that you are releasing to us. We make room for you. In our hearts today, in the mighty name of Jesus, so every area of our lives. Father, we sing at your way, at your word, O God. Father, we rely at your word on your readiness, at your word on your faith, Father. In the name of Jesus let your word be the command of our lives. Let your word be the commands that we adhere to. In the name of Jesus Christ, there be no resistance in our hearts, O God. When you ask us to go back, but let us be ready in the name of Jesus this is our prayer King of glory that you will help us this is our prayer O God that we will not be weary oh God even in this time of engagement in the name of Jesus Baba, let us not be weary oh God oh God we pray for grace, we pray for strength, oh God. We pray for understanding, oh God. We pray for sight, Baba. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This is our prayer, oh God. That we will receive this burden you are giving to us. We will accept it. And acceptance begins in the heart. Father, let us accept in our hearts, oh God, what you are releasing over us in this time, in the name of Jesus. There was something um, um, P.I. had said last uh, at the last session of The Rise of an Apostolic Generation. She talked about the word Hineni. And you know how Hineni means, Lord, before. I know the assignment, before I know what you require, before I know what the command is, my response is yes. And that is the posture of the ones that the Lord is recruiting or the ones that the Lord seeks to recruit in this season. The ones that are willing, the ones that are ready, the ones that are obedient. It is those ones that the grace of God is not just released over, but multiplied upon. Many times we get into that place where we, we and I believe it's because we have lost the trust and the faith in god that's why we are too careful with god that's why we are over analytical about the things that God is saying to us. That's why we get into the place of um, what do they call it? Analysis paralysis. You know, you are overthinking. You are over scrutinizing. You want to be sure why? Because we have got into a place, maybe by reason of ignorance or experience or whatever it is, that we are unable to fully trust in the Lord. Many of us, our trust in God has been attacked. Many of us, our trust in God has fallen short. For you to say that you are a man or a woman who will receive the burden of the Lord, you have to be one that trusts the Lord. You must be able to trust him as master. You must be able to trust him enough and his counsel for you to get to the place where you say, Lord, wherever you send me, I will go. Whatever you say to me, Lord, I will do, regardless of what it is, regardless of your will, regardless you know, of Of the things that you may have prioritized for you to get to the point where you can say to someone, Wherever you send me, I will go. It is because you have trusted them. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you this morning and we ask, Oh God, for the grace to trust you again. I want you to pray and say, Father, if I have fallen short in the way that I engage you because of a lack of trust, because of a lack of belief, it is possible that I still have faith, but there is doubt. It is possible that I am. I'm still doing the work that you have called me to do, but Lord, I am not giving my heart fully to it. And so Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray that you will help me arrive at the place where I trust you again. In fact, one of the reasons why God will give us the uh, um, gift of with encounters is so that we can trust in him again so that we can believe. If we look at the life of Thomas, Thomas was doubting. Thomas did not believe. He said, until I see him, until I touch him. And Jesus Christ actually showed up for him. Jesus Christ showed up for him. He said, put your hands in my side. He said, touch me. He said, I want you to encounter me again so that you can trust me. Father, in the name of Jesus, let these encounters best best trust in us oh god that is rooted in love in the mighty name of jesus in any way that we have become afraid in any way that we have lost courage in any way that we have lost strength we are praying pray for yourself this morning in any way that you have fallen short in believing god in any way that the seed of doubt has been sown it has taken root and it has begun to bear fruit in my life father in the mighty name of jesus i pray that you will address this situation in jesus name, Baba, whatever it takes for me to trust you again, Father whatever encounters with you whatever conversations I need to have with you, whatever it is that needs to be articulated and communicated with you so that I can grow in trusting you again, Father I pray that I will receive it in the name of Jesus Baba I pray over my heart oh God, in the seasons of pain oh God that I have experienced, in the times of disappointment oh god father where i have felt alone oh god and it has caused a distance between me and you father i pray that in the mighty name of jesus that i receive closure in this season that i receive understanding in this season that i receive comfort in this season oh god draw me close to you once again oh god in the name of jesus christ it is a servant in love that is able to do the will of the master regardless of a full of it and so father in the name of jesus i pray that whatever it takes oh god for me to arrive at the place where i say he named it to you oh god where i'm ready to run at your command where i'm ready to go at your instruction oh god but i pray that you help me arrive at that place you will help me make the journey the emotional journey the physical journey the spiritual journey oh god to grow in trusting you again my god in the name of jesus christ Everything, oh God, that has been hidden, oh God. Everything, oh God, that has been covered. Conversations that were not had, oh God, that the enemy has perverted. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that your light will shine and break the hold of darkness. In the
1: mighty
0: name of Jesus, I pray, oh God. I pray for deliverance, my God. In the name of Jesus have your way oh god have your way oh god have your way oh god help me to trust you once again father the steps that i need to take in obedience oh god that will produce the results oh god that will help me oh god to will trust you again father i for help i pray for grace let it be released over me my god in the name of jesus in jesus name we pray and i just pray over everyone on this call if there was maybe a season of pain a season of um, anguish a season of disappointment a season where you felt betrayed you felt alone and you felt like the lord was far from you i pray that in the name of jesus christ you will see the Lord in the midst of you once again, that the Lord will open your eyes to see what the things that you haven't seen. The Lord will bring and draw you closer to his presence even in this time. Every form of distance that is caused by ignorance, that is caused by experience. I pray that the Lord will help you arrive at a place where you can journey with him again in the mighty name of Jesus. Perhaps you have been calling on the Lord and it seems like he is far. I pray that your ears will begin to hear his words again. I pray that your hearts will begin to discern his voice again in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for restoration over broken relationships with the father. I pray for restoration over broken relationships with God. I pray for restoration over broken relationships with Jesus. Many times we are praying for broken relationships to be restored with men, but we forget that it is possible for us to have lost our our way, even in salvation in the Lord. And so I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus, your steps will be reordered again. I pray that you will be fully restored in the knowledge of the Lord, in the understanding of his ways and in the voice of his spirit in the name of Jesus, wherever it was that you lost the plot, wherever it was that you lost your way. I pray that the Lord will open your eyes. The Lord will help you re-navigate in his, in his presence. Presence in the mighty name of Jesus. This is our prayer, oh God. Have your way in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen. I'm really not hearing anyone praying. I I hope we're praying this morning. I hope we're praying. I hope we're praying. Praise God. Um, We're going to be praying for the revelation of Jesus over us in this time. And You know, when we hear encounters, it's easy for for us It's easy for us to think that encounters are for a select few, you know. It's easy for us to feel like encounters are for some. It's for like a class of Christians a class of you know elite Christians the ones that the Elijahs the prophets the great men of God but how did those people become great in fact in this season remember yesterday one of the things that we talked about we said that the things that the apostles um they continued to do the bible tells us in the book of acts chapter 2 that they continued in four things they continued in apostolic teaching they continued in fellowship they continued in communion and they continued in prayers number one apostolic teachings what is it about the apostolic first of all the apostolic happens or um one of the markers of the apostolic is a revelation of jesus all of the people that were ordained and all of the people that were commissioned as apostles was because they had an encounter and a revelation of the resurrected christ the thing about the resurrection of the uh, the revelation of the resurrected christ is that it establishes jesus christ no longer as only savior but as master and when one is your master you realize that it is his commands that you follow and so when christ is only savior to you you get to the place where you only see you don't see the full extent of who he is so his commands or his instructions or his words may just be dependent on your ability or your inability i remember i was speaking with someone the other day we were talking about having a prayer stretch you know for I believe 24 hours as we usually do, you know, and then the person was saying, oh, um, I, I think I we were trying to decide whether it would be 12 hours or 24 hours, you know, and the person said to me, oh, please let it be 12 hours. And I said, why are you saying please let it be 12 hours? Anyway, the long and short of the story was that this person was looking at the, you know, they were responding to um, because the Lord says we should pray without ceasing. So if we decide one day, we all decide that we want to pray for the next 100 days, it is possible to do it. And it's not because you are fulfilling religious obligation. It's because it is... It has now become a burden that the Lord has given to you. Number one. Number two, prayer is offering, like we said. And when you lift up such an offering before the Lord, it is sweet smelling, and chains are broken and heaven is opened over his people, amongst other things. So, you know, I realized that the person was saying it's not because they do not love the Lord or because, you know, but it was, I, I saw it as a lack of understanding and not because they are a bad person. It's because you have reduced the commands and you have reduced the word of God or the instruction that the spirit of god is giving to you you reduce it by your capacity your abilities and your inabilities and that is what happens when you when you know and i would say that's an example of just saying oh you know it's it's the word of god but you know it's optional the revelation of i'm sorry if there's noise in your background please help me mute your mic thank you the revelation of christ the revelation of christ will help you arrive at the place the resur- the revelation of the resurrected christ will help you arrive at the place where he is no longer only savior to you but he is master the establishment of christ as master in your life and so when we're praying and we're saying lord reveal yourself to me like i said it's not just so that we can have bragging rights for self righteousness and say oh the lord um, you know, showed up in my living room and all of that. Every time when Jesus appeared to his people, it's because he wanted to show them something. He wanted to instruct them for something. And the ones that he would appear to, The ones that would have those encounters with him are the ones that he can trust to accomplish, he can trust to execute. So when we're praying and we're saying, Lord, reveal yourself to me, it is because we're saying, Lord, I want to be one that you can trust with every word that you give to me, that it will not fall to the ground. I will steward it, I will run with it, I will execute it by the grace of your spirit. And so I want us to pray and say, Lord Jesus, reveal yourself to me in this time. Lord Jesus, help me. To um, arrive at the place where I see and know you as my master, no longer as just my savior, no longer as just my friend, no longer as just, you know, of the lover of my soul, but my master. Therefore, your words become yea and amen to me. It is understanding that Christ is master that gives you the heart of obedience. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father Lord, we pray, O oh God, for a revelation and an understanding of who you are. Oh God. A revelation of the resurrected Christ <laughs> as we on your word, as we have you, more and more, moment by moment, reveal yourself to us, you yourself to us. God. In the name of oh, Jesus, the name of Jesus, the oh, name of Jesus, Jesus name we pray. Reveal yourself to us. Teach us holy spirit. Show us how to find Christ in His word. In our daily living, God, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Um, Revelation comes to those that are seeking. Revelation comes to those that are seeking. We talked about Mary Magdalene, and we talked about the men on the road to Emmaus. The thing about the men on the road to Emmaus, and even the disciples when they gathered in the upper room, um, in the time when Jesus was, um, you know, meeting with them, is because they were doing things that they were having conversations about Jesus. When they were meeting in the upper room, they were doing it in remembrance of the time of fellowship that they had with him the men on the road to MIS were actually talking about the events that had occurred in time past and those were the events surrounding the crucifixion of Christ. You know, if we look at um, um, Mary Magdalene as well, she had gone in search of the master. It is the one that your heart beats for. It is the one that you seek that you will find. And so, when we're saying Lord reveal yourself to me we cannot make that prayer without praying for desire we cannot make that prayer without praying for hunger you know because desire is what qualifies you for an encounter if we look at the book of Ezekiel chapter 47 from verse 1 to 6 I'm going to read very quickly and then we'll continue to pray so open your Bibles with me please to Ezekiel 47 verse 1 to 6 then he my guide brought me back to the door of the house the temple of the lord and behold water was flowing from under the threshold of the house temple toward the east for the front of the temple was facing east and the water was flowing down from under from the right side of the house from south to the altar verse two then he brought me out by the way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gate by the way of the gate that faces east. And behold, water was spurting out from the south side of the gate. Verse three, when the man went out towards the east with with a measuring line, when the man went out toward the east with a measuring line in his hand, he measured a thousand cubits and he led me through the water. Water that was ankle deep. Again, he measured a thousand cubits and led me through the water. Water that was knee deep. Again, he he measured a thousand cubits and led me through the water. Water reaching the hips. Verse 5. Again, he measured a thousand cubits and it was a river that I could not pass through for the water had risen enough water to swim in a river that could not be crossed by wading and he said to me son of man have you seen this then he brought me back to the bank of the river verse six and so we see in this scripture that the angel was leading the man and he was leading him and the more he led him So he had a guide to help him navigate. And at every point where it was time to measure and see how far he had gone, he had gotten deeper and deeper and deeper. When the measuring tools of the spirit are placed around you in this time, what will be found? Will you be still standing in the same place or in the same position that you have been? Or would you be seen to have journeyed even deeper? Like we said, when we started praying, the things that keep you from journeying in God are things like a lack of trust. A lack of trust. I remember recently, Lord had asked me to do something. And, you know, it's interesting because I have been praying it's interesting because it's something I had been praying about, you know, it's something I had been talking to God about in previous seasons, but at the time when I arrived at the point where it was required of me to do it, just like Jesus, I had gotten to a point where I said, Lord, let this cup be taken away from me, you know, but it is your will, Lord. So let your will be done as much as, you know, we see it as a line of prayer that jesus made it took so much do you know that you can be at that point where you're saying lord not my will but yours be done and it can be for that can be the it can be that season can last as long as a year where you are looking at your will and you're hearing the voice of god and the instruction of god and you are trying to decide When we see in the life of Jesus that it was just a moment in the garden, we do not realize that it can take longer than that in our personal lives. So here I was, I had gotten to what I would call a valley of decision, you know, or a point of decision. Um, I was at a crossroads where I knew that this was something the Lord was asking me to do. But um, I was looking at, you know, my own, I was looking at my personal journey and my personal agenda, which was not a bad thing you know um and i couldn't arrive at the point where i had received the peace to fully surrender and fully give myself to the to the instruction that god was giving to me now did i did, did what did i choose i chose to follow the will of god I chose to follow the instruction of God at that time, even though it felt like this thing does not make sense, I don't understand it, you know. But what I didn't realize was that I was following, I was obeying, you know, on the outside, but on the inside, I had lost my trust in God. You know, I had, I felt kind of disappointed and I felt kind of heartbroken, you know, for many reasons and, or maybe a few reasons, but I felt it was justified you know, and so I found myself doing a lot of activity, but my heart was hardened towards God. My heart had become hardened towards the Lord. And what that deprived me from doing was journeying with God. So on the outside, I was doing the things that were expected, but on the inside, I wasn't moving. On the outside, I was showing up. On the outside, I was fulfilling responsibility. On the outside, I was fulfilling obligations. But on the inside, There was no conversation that was happening between me and the Lord. We couldn't even, you know, I couldn't even pray per se, because prayer comes from a place of vulnerability, sincerity, and openness. So the prayers that I was making to God, I knew it. They felt very orchestrated, you know, but that happened for a season, Yes, I'm sure many of us can relate. That happened for you. I couldn't journey with the Lord. And you see, when you cannot journey with the Lord anymore, it shows that you don't, your desire is gone, actually. is the one that you desire that you chase. So the desire was gone. And it was because I got it to a point of, okay, let me just do it. Let it not be as if, you know, I had gotten to the point of, okay, Lord, I'm doing it right. You asked me to do it. So here we go maybe some people can even call it eye service you know it's just okay i'm just fulfilling all righteousness as we say Ah, so praise god so i was (laughs) i was doing it but like i said i wasn't journeying anymore and so i found myself stuck i was stuck no matter how much i tried until I got to the point where I started gradually, gradually, gradually having conversations with him. There were days when all I could muster in prayer was God. I'm tired. There were days when all I could muster in prayer was God. It is not fair. There were days when all I could muster in prayer was God. I need the courage. There were days when all I could muster in prayer was Lord. This is too hard of a conversation. I don't even know if you can hear me but every day every day by the grace and by the mercies of God I was able to push a little more I was able to go a little deeper I was able to go another cubit deeper more and more by the help of God and by the by the by the guidance of the Holy Ghost he helped me arrive at the point where I was open enough to have certain conversations with him. And it was at that point I began to see him again. It was at that point I began to receive fresh inspiration. It was at that point I started to receive the empowerment that I needed. It was at that point that I felt and I not I didn't just feel, but I knew that my heart was being restored. It was at that point that I started to trust the Lord again. Has anything changed between now and that season? You know, when I look at it, it's not like so much has changed to me but i know on the outside but on the inside i know that things have shifted i know that when the metrics of the spirit are placed when the plumb line of this of the of the rod of the the spirit Mm -hmm. is brought out to measure i know that it will not find me at the same place that i was seasons months ago or you know um, or just a short time ago and it has been by the grace of God that has helped me journey with him and has helped create for me in my heart a desire for him again I don't know what it is that has kept you stuck I don't know what it is that has held you back I don't know what it is that has gotten you to a place where there is so much activity on the outside of you but on the inside there is no journey happening I don't know what it is that has stifled your growth i don't know what it is that the lord has said to you that has caused you to feel disappointed or feel inadequate or feel unseen or feel like you have been um 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 taken for granted as it were. And when I'm speaking about these things, I'm actually talking about your relationship with God. I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord will help you shuffle your feet again. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, there be a release as you hear the good news of the gospel, because the gospel is the one, the good news of the gospel is the one that is attached to the mobility and the feet and the movement and the momentum of the believer. The gospel of peace is the one that helps you shod your feet. The gospel, the good news, shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel, with the good news and with, with the word of peace. I pray that your feet are prepared and quickened again to walk, not just, um, 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 not just, outside on the outside fulfilling obligations and meeting up responsibilities but it will help you journey with the master it will help you journey with the king of kings it will help you journey in him again i pray that this gospel and this good news that you hear and you receive it will quicken you from the inside it will wash you it will renew you it will make you strong again it will give you the momentum it will give you the ability it will give you the zeal it will give you the energy it will give you the the grace that you need to stand before the Lord vulnerable once again in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray over you that whatever it is that has kept you bound, whatever it is that has brought a season of instability where you haven't been able to stand, where you have lost your courage, where you have lost your strength, where you have lost a sense of who the Lord has called you to be. I pray that you'll be renewed and you'll be restored once again in the name of Jesus. I pray that whatever attack has been on your desire for the Lord, I pray that it be addressed today in the name of Jesus. I declare that this is the day the Lord has made. You will rejoice and be glad in it. You will rejoice in your Lord once again. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that you will find the fire of desire Burning in your heart for your master, for your savior, Mm -hmm. for your your lover (laughs) once again. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus, the conversations that need to be had with the Lord, you will find the right words, you will find the right language to communicate with him, whether it be in song, whether it be in word, whether it be in posture, that you will find the right way to communicate with the Father once again, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you will find your sound and you will find your rhythm in the spirit again, and your heart will start to beat for the Lord once again, in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever has attacked your journey, whatever road blocks you may have met whatever um, um um accidents or occurrences may have happened in your emotional spiritual or physical journey with the lord i pray that in the mighty name of jesus it's be turned around and worked out for good you will arrive at the heart of the father you will arrive at the will of god in the name of jesus in jesus name god is not just looking for yes men god is not looking for People that are just quick to say, oh, Lord, yes, I will do it just because we or, or say, yes, I will do it and still have. Um, you know um, fear in their hearts the Lord does not want you to respond from a place of fear the Lord does not want you to act from a place of fear but it has to be from a place of faith from a place of hope and from a place of love I pray that faith hope and love will be restored to you once again in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. The spirit of the Lord told us when we began that this is a time for spiritual mapping. And many times when we hear, you know, or you know, it's it's tempting to hear something like that and think of the big things, the things that we esteem as the big things. When they say spiritual mapping, you're already thinking, okay, yes, the Lord is sending me for this mission work, the Lord is sending me to take this territory, the Lord is sending me on this assignment. But the first assignment is the assignment of your heart. The first mission is the mission of your soul. The first territory the Lord wants you to take up is to fully give the territory and the space of your heart fully to Him without any pretense, without any bad held. Father, we pray that in the mighty name of Jesus we would arrive at this place again. Father, that the mm-hmm. innocence, oh God. The innocence in our heart that may have been perverted or stolen, Lord, will be restored to us, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Any way that the enemy has used the pain of our experiences against you and spoken uh, uh, or misrepresented you in our hearts, oh God. or Father even accused us in your presence, Lord. Every barrier that has stood in the way of us seeing you, oh God, and engaging you father we pray that it be torn apart oh god and it be lifted up in the mighty name of jesus we will see you again we will touch you again we will engage you again we will desire you again and we will journey in you again in the mighty name of jesus and father even as we journey oh god let it be a journey of faith oh god let it be a journey of love oh god let us keep going deeper and deeper until we get to the point lord where we can swim according to the waves of your spirit riding and soaring on the wings of your spirit oh god in the mighty name of jesus christ in jesus precious name let us arrive at the point where we can fully trust you to carry us oh god to carry us oh god to carry us oh god let our trust rest solely upon you my god in the mighty name of jesus In Jesus' precious name. I just remembered this song by Pastor Ching Tong. There's this song that Pastor Ching Tong has. um, The words of the song say, carry me upon the wings of your spirit. Carry me, Jesus, carry me. And one of the verses says, I am open and I'm yielded. I am broken and I am weightless carry me, Jesus carry me it's such a beautiful song you know, open and yielded broken and weightless broken and weightless, broken and weightless, every weight oh God that has stood in the way every evil burden, every evil yoke Lord, every weight of pain, Father, every weight of deception, every weight of ignorance oh God, every weight of rebellion oh God that makes it impossible for us to hang on to, 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 to your heart oh god to hang on to your wings to carry us through the times and seasons of our lives oh god father let those yokes be broken in the name of jesus in jesus name let us let us experience and encounter the deliverance oh god that our ears here and our eyes see in scripture. Deliver us, oh God. Deliver hearts today. Deliver emotions today. Deliver us from the feelings, oh God, and the limitations of, mor- of our mortality in the mighty name of Jesus. Let deliverance come for us today in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen, praise God. And so we pray for hunger and a grace to dive in deeper. Psalm 123 verse 2 says, behold, as the eyes of the servants looked to the hand of their masters, as the eyes of the maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to you, the Lord our God, until he has mercy on us. So the eyes keep looking until, the eyes don't just look and stop looking, there is an until, let our eyes keep looking until we find you. Let our eyes keep looking until we receive your mercy. Let our eyes keep looking until we see what you are saying to us. Let our eyes keep looking until Jesus is revealed to us in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. The greatest testimony anyone can give in this month and in this season is that my eyes have seen the Lord, that I have experienced and encountered Jesus once again, that the the, 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 the heart of desire and fellowship that I once had when I first believed has been restored to me. That is the greatest uh, testimony we can receive in this season. And I pray that that will be the testimony of each and every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I want us to pray for the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to fully embrace our calling and give ourselves to the demands of our priesthood. Um, last week, was it last week? or It's been two weeks now or three weeks, actually, um, since we had Prophet Adam with us. And I've talked about this on the call before. Um, there was a session of Edith that he 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 ministered and he talked about the honor code. You know, and one of the things he talked about in that session um, was one of the things he talked about in that session, he talked about priesthood, you know, he touched on it very briefly, but it's something that the Lord highlighted to me. I want us to open to Exodus 28 from verse one to four. <laughs> Exodus 28 and verse one to four. now bring your brother Aaron near and his sons with him from among from among the sons of Israel so that he may serve as priest to me Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Itama, Aaron's, Aaron's sons. Verse 2, you are to make sacred garments, official clothing reserved for holy services for Aaron, your brother, for honor and for beauty, ornamentation. Tell all the skilled and talented people whom I have endowed with the spirit of wisdom that they are to make Aaron's garments to sanctify him and to set him apart to serve as a priest for me. Verse 4. These are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate and an ephod for the breastpiece, and a robe and a tunic of checkered work, a turban and a sash. They shall make sacred garments for Aaron, your brother, and his sons, so that he may serve as priest to me. So here you see that there was a measurement that was required for the garment of the priest to be made. And we see the standard that was used was um, um, Aaron's measurements so you know when you're buying clothes let's think about it in terms of when you go shopping and you go to a store and they say oh I'm, I'm looking for a blouse I'm looking for and they ask you what size so you tell them I'm a size 8 I'm a size 10 I'm a size 14 whatever the case is it is with that measurement that they are a- able to find the garment for you in fact there's something called international standard sizing you know um, and that's the sizing that every that's what the the fashion industry uses to create and to produce garments international size, size and now it is um um customized for different territories and different you know um locations so there's the uk size charts there's european size chart there's nigerian size charts you know different size charts but there is a standard that is used so this scripture is telling us that Iran was the standard now, Aaron was not the only person that was going to be made priest, right? The Bible actually tells us that he said, bring Aaron, your brother. And who else? He said his sons, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, Ithamar, Aaron's sons. Now, what was the thing that was happening here? There was a standard and, you know, Aaron's sons were there. They were chosen as priests because of, they were chosen as priests because they came under the lineage of Aaron however they had to measure up to the size they had to measure up to the standard that was set for them to minister to the Lord I saw very interesting if you scroll down to verse 41 the scripture actually says um let's go to verse 41 verse 41 says you shall Put the various articles of clothing on Aaron your brother and on his sons with him and shall anoint them and ordain them and sanctify them so that they may serve me as priests. So in this season where we're talking about, you know, because when we start talking about the Pentecost and the reason for all these encounters and experiences you know, and um visitations and revelation is because of the harvest. There is something about the Pentecost that is tied to an inheritance mandate. There is something about that is tied to the harvest. Jesus did all of this and equipped the apostles and, you know, revealed himself to them to prepare them to be a witness for him, to be a witness unto him in those places he was sending them. So we talked about evangelism, you know, and evangelism is not just going out and sharing tracts, you know, and saying, oh, give your life to Christ, but you evangelize that which you have experienced. And that is why in this season, the Lord is giving us personalized experiences and encounters with him that are tailor-made to suit, you know, to fit us, the calling and the office that he has called us into. And so in verse 41, you know, he talks about um, the various articles of clothing, placing it on the sons. And he said what? Anoint them, ordain them, sanctify them so that they may serve me as priests three things that i want us to take away with us today as we close he said anoint them he said ordain them and he said sanctification the anointing the ordaining and the sanctification these are the three things that will equip you to arise in your priesthood the anointing and we know that the anointing comes from the holy spirit he says anoint them he says ordain them he says sanctify them another version said consecrate them so there is the consecration that the spirit does for you and we also know that consecration is a personal is it is, is also a personal responsibility and in this time where the Lord is saying, come deeper. In this time where the Lord is saying, come deeper, follow journey with me. In this time where the Lord is saying that there is more that lays or lies beneath the surface. It is a time where he's calling us to heighten consecration. It is a time where he's calling us to sanctify ourselves. And you see the sanctification and the consecration and the ordination and all of these things that I mentioned. It is the spirit that gives you the instruction. I want you to pray and say, Father, what are the new rules of engagement? We pray about this yesterday but you know i want you to pray concerning this in line with this word that we have re- received what are the new rules of engagement what are the new terms lord of engagement what are the new terms for sanctification what are the new commands and demands for my consecration in this time and in this season that is the prayer that you're making and you're saying lord let me not fall short because there is a standard of the spirit remember you are not just consec- the consecration is not an end in itself every clause that the lord gives to us is a means to an end so he if he says that you should consecrate yourself why It's so that you can arrive and arise in your priesthood why so that you can minister unto the Lord and serve him as priest and serve him as priest and serve him as priest serving the Lord as priest it comes from the anointing the sanctification and the ordination of the spirit father in the mighty name of Jesus We thank you for how far we have journeyed in you. And Lord, we pray that even as we have gotten to this point, oh God, you will reveal to us what is needed to keep on pressing in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for the release of your anointing over us, oh God. Father, Lord, we pray that in the mighty name of Jesus, that by our actions, by our response, oh God, by taking our responsibility, oh God, we will validate, oh God, that which has been released over us in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord Jesus, we pray that by your spirit, you will show us what is required of us in this time of consecration, in this time of sanctification. You will show us, Lord, how to consecrate and sanctify ourselves, to sanctify our soul, to sanctify our bodies. In the name of Jesus, what we need to stay fortified, fervent, and on fire. Father, we pray that in the mighty name of Jesus, it be revealed to us in Jesus' name. When your spirit speaks and beckons to what let our hearts not be hiding in the name of Jesus. But let us not see it as an impossible task, but let us remember that with Christ we can do all things in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever the demands and the dictates of our priesthood require in this time, oh God, Father, I pray that your word, oh God, and your instructions will meet men and women that are willing and ready, oh God, to obey, oh God, and to conform in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank Thank you, oh God, for the standards of your spirit that have been set. They will not change because of us, but instead we have the opportunity to change and be transformed because the same spirit that lives in Christ, that resurrected, that, that rose Christ up, ha- lives in us, oh God, and it can quicken our mortal bodies. And so, Father, we pray for a quickening of our bodies. We pray for a quickening of our minds. We pray for a quickening of our soul. We pray for a quickening of everything that consensus oh god so that we can fully mutate oh god to the image lord that you have called us to be in the name of jesus father whatever it is that we need to conform to oh god by your word and by your spirit oh god let us not be found wanting in the mighty name of jesus christ Give us a heart of obedience. Help us to see that it is possible. Again, Lord, we remember what you have said to us that what we cannot see, we cannot engage. Open our eyes to see the abilities, the strength, and the resources that we have in heaven. We pray, oh God, for the ministry of angels, even in this time, for strength, oh God, Father, for for, for courage, oh God, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, for conviction, for confirmation, in the mighty name of Jesus, Makira da Bashataya de Bosonte, Mazakira Boson de Frekida Bahaya, Rebason de Bekira Boshatan de dia. in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Father, let us not fall short, oh God. Let us not fall short, oh God. Let us not fall short, oh God. In you, we can do all things. By Christ, we can do all things. Father, Lord, let us see how to take Christ and administer him into our lives, oh God, that we will be equipped to do all things, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you said nothing is impossible to them that believe. Father, today we declare our belief in your word. We believe that your standards oh god are not too high father we believe oh god that the words and your precepts oh god they are attainable and they are doable they have been made for us oh god for our blessing for our edification oh god and for our rising oh god and for our authority and so father lord we receive the grace we receive the grace we press in oh god until we fully become we press in oh god until Christ is fully formed in us it is the Christ in us oh god that quickens and enables us for priesthood father we pray oh god that we will allow christ in us dwell richly in us give us the grace give us the strength give us the energy the capacity that we need oh god in the name of jesus because of our own selves we can do nothing Father, we do not trust in ourselves. We do not lean on our own understanding, but we acknowledge you, oh God, as God. We acknowledge you, Christ, O God, as our resource center, as our bank of of strength, as our our bank of abilities, as our bank of grace. And we draw from you this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. And amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. I want to encourage us this morning as we go. I want you to remember the word of God that says that no one lights a candle and puts it under a bushel. Everything that you receive in the place of prayer is for you to move. Every prayer that you make and every word and you know scripture, everything that we, we do here on prayer in and in your personal um, place of prayer. Is so that you can receive the grace and you receive the strength to move. So it, after you have prayed and after you have done all that you should do, do not hold back. Do not be afraid. When the Lord tells you to go, I want you to take that courage and I want you to go. There is courage that is released over you. The more you exercise yourself in the obedience of God's word, you see you cannot stay and pray for courage and do nothing because like I said, it is the it is it is your personal testimonies that equip you, you know, to trust God again and to go forth again. It is the testimony of the previous season that you can use as as you you can use as substance, as the substance of the faith that you need for the next season that is in front of you. So remember the word of God, that you are a city set on a hill that cannot be hid. And do not hide yourself. Do not allow the light of God that has been ignited over you to go dim. You are doing what you can in the place of prayer. And I believe in the place of instruction that the Lord is giving to you in consecrating yourself, you know, in um, stewarding his words, in obeying his words, and in positioning yourself, don't let it go to waste. Don't let the oil go dry. Don't let the fire quench. By doing, you are fanning to flame, and by doing, you are following the instructions of the Spirit, and it is becoming more and more possible to journey with the Lord. I pray that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with each and every one of you in the name of Jesus. As you go forth, I pray that you will see Christ in everything that you do. You will see him in his word. You will see him in speech. You will see him in conversation. You will see and hear him in conduct in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that Christ will not be far from you. I pray that there will be no wall of ambiguity that is shielding your understanding from grasping, from touching, from feeling, and from handling Christ today in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that indeed He will cause every crooked path to be straightened for you, and the Spirit will continue to be your guide. By the time you arrive at the end of the day, you will turn and you will look and see that you have even plunged in deeper in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray over your heart heart i pray that the lord will soften your heart i pray that he will give you a heart of flesh i pray that he would help you arrive at the place where you trust and obey him once again in the mighty name of jesus may the love of god be your experience today in the midst of everything after all is said and done i pray that you would hear his voice and you will respond accurately in the name of jesus we thank god for another day and lord we say have your way Blessed be your holy name, O God. Let your presence go with your people. Bless them, strengthen them, O God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. God bless you all. Amen. The Lord keep you. And remember, we meet tonight for An Apostolic Generation. At the Rise of An Apostolic Generation, it continues today. We are Apostle Isi at 6 p.m. West African time. And it is on Zoom. The link is on the um, uh, Mantle of Deborah community. So if you are not on the community, you can join. Or the link will be on the bio of the Mantle of Deborah Instagram. Um, Also, we continue tomorrow with prayer in the morning and the rise of an apostolic generation continues at night. So between today and tomorrow, don't forget we are fasting, we are praying and we are trusting God for a release um, of his presence and his word revelation over us god bless you have a fantastic day i love you and i'll see you tomorrow bye bye, bye. bye. thank you thank you bye. the recording of yesterday's. <laughs>